Welcome to Bar Band Explorer, the podcast where three local musicians talk about their favourite songs from Cardiff and the UK. I'm joined as always by Harry Mine and Joe Connors. How are we doing today, lads? Doing fine. Yeah, very good. Very cold. Yeah, but not not too bad, thanks. Uh, so to decide who goes first this time, uh, Joe, you have a question, I believe. Uh, yes, a very hand-picked question um, that will t- hopefully test your musical knowledge. No. Uh, it's an interesting one. So it's which which band released an album completely in hard rubber so it could withspa- uh, withstand space Super travel. furry animals, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Didn't really, didn't really give Harry much of a chance there. No, but <laughs> I have to win. <laughs> well, well done. Well done, you. You win. <laughs> All right, I get to decide who goes first. Um, uh, Harry, do you want to go first, then me, then Joe? I don't know why. I just figured that'd be fun. Okay. Right, so you beat him and then make him go first. <laughs> yeah, take that, mate. <laughs> yeah, my song for this week is called Cold Blue Light uh, by Kingsley. Uh, she is a singer-songwriter from Dublin. She makes somewhat experimental uh, pop songs. I mean, th- yeah, this this song, it's got a really good chorus and, uh, and qu- a quite a long structure, though, for a pop song. Here it is, Cold Blue Lights by Kingsley. Hi, Tom here. If you're looking for this song, you can find it in a playlist along with all this week's songs in the description. So that was Cold Blue Light by Kingsley. That's how we go try and say it. Uh, what, what, what are our opinions? What are our opinions? I, I really liked it. Um, I think it's, it's... I mean, every week we try and listen to something different, but I thought that was certainly one of the most different things we've we've heard yeah i agree with him. i thought there were a few beats than the other ones possibly yeah a bit more in, it reminds me um there's artist called kate nash it's quite similar to that just sort of a bit songwritery even though it's like clearly a pop song but yeah, yeah more from that indie world than a rock sort of world i think and the lyrics are you know obviously a little bit depressing and uh, emotional, but they're also quite powerful, and I, I think yeah. I think that that works quite well. Which is, again, sort of similar to Kate Nash, kind of her her kind of uh, powerful lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think thought, the lyrics are really good. And like I said, no, right, you're right. Yeah, I did think it was a bit weird that sort of like massive gap between the second and third chorus, where like a lot of strange stuff happened. Um, that <laughs> middle section, I wasn't uh, wasn't a massive fan of that. Um, and the end of it was slightly chaotic as well, um, but I mean the chorus was probably one of the best ones we've we've heard on on this. I think. Yeah, like the the melodies on the chorus are really good. I think the chorus melodies are nearly like really great. But one thing I noticed is like when it goes from the start of the chorus to the end, the end is like a little disappointing because it kind of goes generic in like the, the 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 last bit. So it's quite hard to explain. But I think you almost want it to sort of they have a really good bit of melody and she basically just repeats it. And then the last one, she kind of draws it back and I think it'd be better if she didn't draw it back. But I actually quite liked, I quite liked the, the sort of abrasive guitar like right at the end and the close. I thought that was quite nice. But I do agree, you know, this song sort of weirdly saddles sort of being a tad ex- experimental and quite poppy because the course is like very poppy and not that abrasive. And then 
bits in it are. But I, I quite like that. But I can see how that would like turn a lot of people off potentially. Yeah, maybe, yeah and maybe I like that. the verses because uh, they have some length to them. I mean, a lot, a lot of the songs we listen to just chorus of a tiny verse. But these, these verses had some bit more thought into them. Yeah, had a purpose. Again, I think this is probably the the most maybe the most successfully poppy song we've heard in like tribe poppy. I don't know if that's true, but it's up there. Um, I do think the song sort of does suffer from a tad sort of not knowing, not having a very specific aesthetic in mind, potentially. I mean, it's almost like slightly generically poppy in a certain way. And I think that's almost what we're sort of like getting close to what these, you know, when it's like has these abrasive qualities and then also has this quite poppy courses without any abrasiveness at all. Um, but I think that's just a minor com- complaint. Does it use the guitar as a sound effect more than it did as an instrument? Which, yeah, I suppose it's fine. Yeah, no. Obviously, guitar has more potential than that. But... I mean, you could potentially argue, in terms of like pop music, it's like the opposite, where it's like, why, you know, you could just say like a guitar is an instrument, but you could bring more to it by change. You can bring more to it by making a weird guitar in a song is more interesting than just like playing guitar like in a good way in a song. I think that's what they would potentially argue about that. Uh, do you want me to move on to the next song? All right, so the next song is uh, mine. I wanted to try and pick something with a few quite different influences to what we've been hearing. And essentially just come up with the weirdest thing I could find. I found a band called Big Fun, which is from LA in the US, which is not in the UK or Cardiff, but I don't care. So so I think that their influences are so odd. They kind of, they have this sort of old punk band vibe from like the fall, but they also have like a Devo kind of quirkiness. But it's also got quite a modern noise rock kind of daughter style thing going on. But also like the thing it sounds most like is like Shushu, which is like a, sort of like a punk, uh, post-punk synth-pop avant-garde kind of band. They're really, really great. It just comes together to make something like very abrasive. And I'm quite interested to see if you just hate it or not. <laughs> but this is uh, Tiny World by uh, Big Fun. So that is uh, Tiny World by Big Fun. What do you think of that? Uh, it's probably... I know I said the last one was the most uh, unique one we've listened to where it's just been usurped by... <laughs> um, I thought that a little bit when you were saying it, to be honest. I was like, <laughs> you can find this one a little weird as well. Though. Yeah, it's quite, it's, it's quite a strange one. Uh, the vocals crazy. are quite strange. They almost sound like they were done with a low-fidelity mic. I think it's quite a sort of... It reminds me of, like, mostly like Shushu, but, yeah, it's maybe quite sort of abrasive and it's all meant to be quite sort of low-key terrifying and all the music's a bit like that yeah yeah i got the impression it wasn't accidental it was purposeful no no interesting idea it it reminds me a bit of like uh rage against the machine and sort of punk bands like that and just kind of uh picking up a few of their lyrics um it was quite political like in a like i couldn't understand all of it but there were little snippets that i kind of heard and i think it's it's not meant to uh, I guess being enjoyed, if that makes sense. It's more meant to be kind of like a shock to the system. Like it's it's two minutes, and it's like it's just this this guy just shouting at you, shouting these slogans. Um, yeah, yeah. 
but it's yeah it reminds me of kind of those um yeah kind of rage against the machine and sort of bands that are just kind of political but just there to kind of get in your face and be aggressive but i i actually despite me saying that i, I did quite enjoy it <laughs> that's good in a weird way i don't think it was very directly political if it was yeah I think the, ly- the lyrics are very like Devo inspired, so they're very like quirky and kind of like they're meant to almost be purposefully kind of a, like something a teenager would like just like school down. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a slight childlike, childlike night, childlikeness to it. Uh, I think that's reflected with the song name as well, with the U instead of the O for the world. Maybe like a sort of a teenager kind of getting angry and raging against the world. Uh, that that kind of song just putting stuff down not really kind of having time to think about it i mean it's probably not the best song we've listened to but it's probably the hardest to criticize maybe be, maybe because it's a lot hard to understand yeah <laughs> you don't understand enough to criticize it yeah from uh from listening to sort of music that's like a little similar to it like particularly doors is very similar to that song i think that song's very inspired from sort of noise rock um i do actually think it's a, like a really really well written song yeah take your word for it <laughs> yeah, i mean like i can't i can't argue <laughs> <laughs> okay do you want to move on to joe's song right okay so the band i've chosen this week is a band called hit parade um and they're from uh, glasgow and they're maybe they're a little bit bigger than some of the the other bands we've kind of done on the show um but i think their new album has got kind of a lot less well it's not new but like their latest album's got a lot less kind of attention compared to some of their other stuff um so they've been around for about uh 10 years um and they first sort of found their first success uh during a sort of talent show run by uh, channel four in 2009 where they beat 7,000 people uh to finish second place and I guess like they remind me kind of most like Franz Ferdinand uh, which kind of makes sense because they were uh, formed in 2008 and you think as the sort of bands that were kind of popular at the time kind of Franz Ferdinand they've got kind of a bit of a a bit of a U2 kind of vibe as well um, but yeah you can you can see if you can sort of pick that out um, and the song Uh, we're going to be listening to is called Talk To Me uh, from the album I'll Be Your Audience. So that was Talk To Me by Hip Parade. What are people's thoughts? Harry? Yeah, I I, I thought it was quite good. The overall course was was decent. I thought it was a solid song. I've heard that kind of song quite a lot before. I don't know if you ever played the game FIFA on YouTube, (laughs) but it reminds me a bit of music from FIFA. is Is that a compliment or...? I think that might be the worst insult I've ever heard on this podcast. <laughs> that's, that's not that's not usually a compliment. <laughs> it's very neutral. Uh, it's not an insult. It reminds me a bit of like Two Door Cinema Club and Pigeon Detectives and bands like that, which I think have featured on FIFA before. So that does kind of make sense, I think. Yeah. Um, I do agree it's a bit of a FIFA song, but I do still think it is like quite a good song. Like uh, the melodies are quite good. Um, you know, it's just like it's very, as you were saying, it's very much of the sort of Franz Ferdinand time and stuff. You can tell that influence. And yeah, two two door cinema club makes sense as well. No, I actually think it's really good. I it it, it is maybe you know a tad 
bland in a certain way. But otherwise, I think it's actually really nicely written. <laughs> you always destroy my songs. <laughs> <laughs> I do actually. I actually think it. I I think that might be the best song. I'm just saying, it is slightly bland. Only I actually, you know, I I I think it's almost like they could be like a a big band because they they clearly have the the talent for it. Um, it's just this sort of this maybe this album didn't appear at the right time. So if it appeared like a few years earlier, then it would have actually really hit off. Like it's that good, I think. Yeah, I I certainly feel they kind of they were big. Uh, well, they toured with Stereophonics in the 2010s, in 2010, and this album came out in 2012, and they haven't really done anything since. So I think they were of a time, a very specific time, where a lot of people were doing similar music to this, and it was fresh then. But looking back on it now, it's like it kind of all gets lumped together and it's yeah it is a little bit kind of bland like that i think let's see i was looking at the, the number of people who listen to them on spotify it's only 90 per month which yeah. is quite a local band that was on a channel for talent show which that's what makes me think they kind of peaked if that makes sense like because what their, their first song got like eighty thousand view uh listens on spotify but yeah, I think they just kind of missed missed the boat a, a little bit um, with that. Otherwise, I still I still think it's it sounds like it's probably quite a, a solid album. The kind of thing, you know, you know, a record company could pick up, which they might be on a record company, I don't know, but they could you know sort of work on it a tiny bit in terms of just the aesthetic. Because actually, the songwriting is actually pretty good. The, the melodies, because everything we look at, the melodies are usually um, a bit off, but like this, all the melodies are just really good. Well, their, their their album was produced with someone from Stereophonics. Oh yeah, uh, okay. which yeah, I mean it sound it it sounded great. I mean there was nothing wrong with it. Um, yeah. It was just of its time, I think. Um, let's see if I can find. Yeah, it was. Um, they began recording their first EP uh, in January 2010 with uh, Adam Zadini of the Stereophonics as producer. Oh, nice. So yeah, and then they and then they toured with them obviously after that those are the days <laughs> oh god we've just slated this band, <laughs> <So> band. <laughs> i don't know i might actually pick i might actually pick it for the final i actually quite like it i think it's good i just have there are flaws with every song you just called their music bland and called them has-beens <laughs> <laughs> so now that we have listened to all the songs uh what are we thinking is the best song uh joe do you want to go first in your thinking so I think I'm going to pick Cold Blue Light, uh, Harry's choice this week, because um, I just thought it combines sort of the best of two worlds. It was a little bit experimental, which made it unique, but you had these really good choruses that were solid and kept you hooked. I, well, I mean, I, I, I don't really have much to say that was kind of negative with it, and it would probably be in my head for the next couple of days, I think. Okay, cool. Uh, Harry, do you, do you know what you? Yes, um, for, I'm going to have to go for my own song, unfortunately. Uh, Thomas's song, they're both good, obviously, but Thomas's song was, didn't quite understand it, to be perfectly honest to you. Maybe it's the greatest song I've ever written, but it kind of went over my head a bit. And That's then uh, Joe's song, it was, a good, it was a good song. I was good at what it did. It was a good indie song. But I felt like it was a, a tad too generic and a tad too bland. That's uh, fair. And it has been. Um, <laughs> 
yeah, so, so I went for Cold Blue Light because I thought the hook was really good. I thought it was just a very interesting song. Yeah, and uh, I thought the, the production was interesting. Like, I'd say, talk to me, the production was the most professional, uh, probably because it was professionally done. But this one, sometimes for, for local bands, I like a bit of a bit more worthiness and a bit more... Yeah, abrasiveness, yeah. You, you hear their style come through a bit more. As part of, me, part of my criticism, possibly, of Talk To Me, is mm. the production was a little bit... I, I know I keep, I keep dissing it. It was a good song. It was a good hook <laughs> and stuff. And it's probably yeah. best 99% of the songs that are in that genre. But it was... It was yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, for me, though I did like Cold Blue Light, I did have some issues with it. So I, I'm stuck between Tiny World and um, Talk To Me. I do think Talk To Me, if that's what it's called, is uh, a bear song, probably. But I do prefer uh, Tiny World because I, I, I just like it more. In terms of which artist is going to sort of go on to make better music, I'm going to put my, my chips on a big fun. It's not gone well. <laughs> <laughs> so much division. But technically, cold, cold Blue Light is one. Is that how this works? Yes, it is. We should do one, one week where we, we have to do the winners and put them in one. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Bring back Bring back the winners. No, we could do that. That's cool. Okay, so if you did like any of the uh, songs today that you've heard, uh, you can check them out on my Instagrams. I don't know if... Uh, does Hit Parade have an Instagram? Do you know that, Joe? I assume so. Um, if they're still... I have something. <laughs> unless <they're... laughs> They might have disbanded before Instagram was, uh, was made, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, they do. Wow. They do. Everyone go there and follow them. Tell them we sent you as well. And we thought it was bland. <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've got worrying news there. <laughs> the last post was August, uh, August the 12th, 2013. And it's a picture of the very, very old Netflix when Netflix just came out. So, yeah. That's not I a don't, good sign. I, I, I don't think they're still in business, sadly. Well, at least swarm them with comments anyway, that last post saying, where the hell have you gone? We need new music. <laughs> <laughs> but we also have our own Instagram, which is at Barpad Explorer, and we post about local musicians we like, and then the bits of this podcast, which share songs and such. And if you have any questions, uh, you can message us there. And the only thing left for us to say is goodbye. goodbye.